entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Today I'd like to start with why airplanes fall out of the sky. It's about time we learn it. About time we learn it. We begin there in 60 seconds. When it comes to your mobile carrier, if you have to choose between great service or giving your money to a company that believes in your values, I'd like both, quite frankly. Um, I can get it at Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile believes in the same things I believe. They believe in God. They believe we should worship God, that we should put him first. We shouldn't have any other gods before us like DEI or any of that crap that we should actually protect and defend the Constitution of the United States and, crazy enough, the Bill of Rights. But they also have a business to run. And so they are the world's first Christian conservative uh, phone service, wireless service, and they will put cause ahead of profits, their profits. They will save you money if you join with their network, and they're going to give you the same great coverage that you have with any of the three major networks that are not in line with your values. They have affordable plans for your budget, excellent coverage, top-notch U.S.-based customer service. It is time to stand with the people who make sense. Common sense. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. Use the offer code Beck. Join me in the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. So uh, I got something from Porter Stansberry, and, uh, and, and I want you to listen to this. A year ago, we published a dire warning about a mega cap American, American stock. This was the only mega cap stock we told investors to avoid. It's no ordinary business. It's America's most strategically important country, a company. Listen to that. America's most strategically important company. We said it would soon collapse. On January 27th, 2023, the headline was coming soon, the Boeing collapse. How did we know? Well, for the last 20 years, there hasn't been a company in America that has embraced more bad ideas from financial engineering to ESG than Boeing. In 1997, Boeing merged with fellow aerospace manufacturer McDonnell Douglas in a $13 billion stock swap. It was a match made in hell. Boeing was known for quality. McDonald was known for financial engineering with a focus on cost cutting and the company's share price. Although the Boeing name survived, it was McDonnell Douglas's attitude that prevailed. McDonald's CEO, Harry uh, Stonecipher, who took over the day-to-day operations at Boeing, immediately took a carving knife to Boeing's highly paid engineering staff. In May 20, uh, 2001, Boeing management made a physical break with its engineers. Manufacturing headquarters stayed in Seattle while corporate moved to downtown Chicago, 1,700 miles away. That split symbolized the growing distance between the builders and the bosses. To say the company's engineers were disenfranchised doesn't describe it. Boeing's entire culture was erased. CEO Stonecipher even bragged about what he had destroyed. Quote, when people say I changed the culture of Boeing, that was the intent. So that's like a, a business. It's run like a business rather than a great engineering firm. 
I don't know if you know this, but making airplanes fly really requires a great engineering firm, but maybe that's just me. Today, both Boeing CFO Brian West and CEO David Calhoun are, formal, are formerly senior GE finance people, and they've done to Boeing what they did to, D, uh, to GE, destroy the balance sheet. From 2010 to 2019, Boeing spent $44 billion on buying back its own shares while adding $50 billion in debt. This reduced the share count by 23% and sent the stock price up 200. But the underlying business? Bean counters cannot build airplanes. Boeing's planes began falling out of the sky. As a result, free cash flow plunged to negative 4.3 billion annually by 2019. Today's bankruptcy of Boeing grows more certain. Cumulative net income over the last three years is negative 20 billion, and the company has 52 billion dollars now in total debt. Interest expense is currently 2.5 billion a year, but that's going to move much higher as Boeing's debt will be downgraded to junk. But never fear. Investors have nothing to worry about with one of America's greatest and most important companies spiraling towards bankruptcy. Stephanie Pope is the chief operating officer of Boeing. She holds a bachelor's degree in accounting from Southwest Missouri State University and an MBA from another intellectual powerhouse, Lindenwood University. She also has zero engineering background. Now, why would someone with this kind of background be placed in charge of operations in the world's leading aerospace engineering firm? Well, maybe it's because she is the executive sponsor of Boeing's Women Inspiring Leadership, a group dedicated to increasing gender diversity awareness. Boeing's planes keep falling apart. These outcomes are the results of years and years of bad ideas, starting with the intentional destruction of Boeing's engineering culture, followed by the GE-style financial engineering, and now the company's full embrace of modern Marxism ESG. Like we predicted a year ago, Boeing is going to collapse. When the debt gets downgraded, the stock will drop by more than 50% to below $100, and that's just what we warned about GE and GM. <sighs> Boeing is a wonderful metaphor for our entire society. When, now listen carefully, boys and girls, when we promote people, because of their political views or their race or their sex, even if that sex is completely made up, instead of what they know and who they are, the content of their character, we will continue to have planes fall out of the sky. Whatever company is involved in all of this stuff, their, quote, planes, whatever it is they build, will fall out of the sky until our government gets away from this craziness. America's republic will fall out of the sky. Let me just give you a couple of things. First of all, do you think that's a good idea? 
The NIH has spent millions on equity, LGBT issues, instead of researching cures. How do you think that's going to work out for us? DEI, the boondoggle, cost us millions. And yet, in all of these all, without all of these universities, all of these company, uh, countries, uh, sorry, companies that are embracing DEI, University of Michigan is paying probably a total of about $80 million a year for their 142 employees to promote DEI and all the programs. Okay? So how's it working out? $85 million was spent on DEI at that one University. Black students' experience on campus hasn't improved. Hispanic and Asian enrollments increased, but black enrollment dropped slightly from 4.3 to 3.9. With percentage of students who were satisfied with the overall campus climate, it decreased 72% to 61%. Your education plane is about to fall out of the sky. How about energy? Let's all go EV. And in fact, let's have a government that thinks they know better, thinks that they are God. And so they're going to reduce the oil that we can pump, starve us for anything that we know historically works, to give us a bunch of crap that doesn't work, that we still have to have the energy to propel. We still have to make electricity so the car can plug in. Where's that coming from, gang? Oh, don't worry about it. These cars are so great. Really? Did you hear? I think it's Hertz is getting rid of all of their EVs. They're turning in their entire fleet. And that's happening over and over and over again. Meanwhile, hey, let's be more like Europe. Let's be more enlightened like France. France is dropping its renewable targets to fully embrace nuclear energy. Why? So they have energy sovereignty. Sovereignty? How dare France separate itself from the collective? And meanwhile, on MSNBC, Chris Matthews on Wednesday claimed that, and I'm quoting, rural Americans are essentially members of a cult who will vote in, quote, their craziness if Democrats don't show up at the polls. Our craziness. Our craziness. I've had enough. I've really had enough. What is our craziness, Chris, that we want to vote in? For instance, uh, how about... The president actually has to go to Congress to ask if, hey, can we get into another war? That's that's not Republican craziness. That currently is Democratic craziness as we are now backing into a war in the Middle East. Another one. Is that crazy to ask? Is it our love for history and heritage that's so crazy? The mission statement in our Declaration of Independence that all men are created equal? That we don't believe that to be anti-racist, you must indeed be racist? To do the opposite of what Martin Luther King preached? No, I don't think that's crazy. 
I think that's settled science. Are we crazy for demanding that our border be shut down until we can get control? Do, is it crazy to say 10 million new people have come across our border? We don't know who they are. They're, we're building shanty towns. Our kids are being kicked out of their own schools so we can put illegals in a nice home because we're out of hotels. Is that crazy? Is that crazy? We don't even know who's in our country, Chris. Mark my words, the, the intelligence offices in the United States have just come out with a warning. They said that Hezbollah, Hamas, they have a... Probably some operatives here in the United States. Oh, do you think so? So does every country that hates us. They're lining up at the border and we let them through. And boy, it's really crazy to ask why the Biden administration said, oh, if they're from China, pretty much just let them through. Did we learn nothing from 9-11 or did I just dream that up in a crazy fever dream, Chris? Is it crazy to insist the Constitution be followed and the Bill of Rights? That maybe we don't have secret courts? Maybe we're not spied on? That our CIA and other intelligence agencies don't conduct cognitive operations, quote-unquote, on our fellow citizens? Is it crazy to say we need to be energy independent at a time when oil tankers are being hijacked by Iran? When whole fleets of electric cars are being sold and the old combustion engine is back because the tech isn't there? Is it too much to ask in a country like ours to allow the citizens of the country, a republic, to make their own decisions on what they buy, what they eat, what medicine they inject in their own bodies? Is it really all that crazy to demand that the government rein in spending when we're at $34 trillion in debt and our deficit, just our deficit in December alone, was 50% higher than they said it would be. Is it really crazy to question authority when that authority has lied to you about serious issues, too, too many to even, even count? Corruption at the highest levels Laptop, Russia, Clinton servers, January 6th, Ray Epps, ESG, collusion with big tech to silence and censor those that do question. Is it really? Is that really crazy, Chris? Because to me, it doesn't sound all that crazy. How about some accountability? It's so crazy to ask for some answers on what happened in Afghanistan. Losing at least a billion dollars now, just reported, of our hard-earned money in Ukraine. And dare I say the lab leak, our role in that, as well as all the lies from the government and the companies like Pfizer and Fauci. It isn't crazy for those of us who actually believe in the Constitution. For those of us who actually believe in the Declaration of Independence and the Bill of Rights and the rule of law not to be dismissed, demonized, 
called traitors, insurrectionists, or crazy. And Chris, until you and your elitist leftist friends who despise half the country, the half that actually works hard, plays by the rule, pays their taxes, fight and dies in our country's war, stop acting like all of your new ideas like a hundred plus genders teaching of history that destroys the actual truth until you abandon your elitist attitude that we're all rubes and only you know better. Well, I guess we'll continue to be crazy in your eyes, but in ours, it is your indeed clinical mental illness. That is the real danger to freedom, democracy, or dare I say it, the Republic. Alice wrote in about her dog's experience with Rough Green. She says, my dog was uh, only touching his food about once every three days. He'd barely even eat when he would. He was starting to get sick. I was really worried about him. Then I heard about Rough Greens and thought, what have I got to lose? At first, he would just lick it off the top. Then he started eating it like a champ. Thank you, Rough Greens. This is an amazing uh, nutritional product that you sprinkle on top of your dog's kibble food. It's not dog food. It's a supplement. Naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black uh, created it. You sprinkle it on the dog's food, and it, it will not only they'll eat their food, but the, it has everything in it that they need, that they're missing, that's been cooked out of kibble. The folks at Rough Greens want to give you the first trial bag free just to see if your dog will eat it. Roughgreens.com slash back or call 833-GLEN-33. They're going to give you the first trial bag free. All you pay for is shipping. Call 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLENN-33. Roughgreens.com slash back. 10 seconds. Station ID. Okay, so last week we found out the National Park Service announced plans to permanently remove a statue of William Penn. (laughs) This is in Welcome Park to get to know Pennsylvania. So it had a replica of his home uh, and a statue of him in front, but they wanted to expand the interpretation of the Native American history in the region. You cannot tell... The story of Pennsylvania and the Native Americans without William Penn. Now, who came in and took the land? The English king gave it to William Penn. Okay. What did he do? He didn't think that was right. So he asked who owned the land. William Penn then negotiated with the Native Americans that claimed to own the land, and we paid for Pennsylvania. Then somebody said, wait a minute. They don't own the land. We did. They stole it from us in a war. So William Penn got out his checkbook and wrote a second check for the land in Pennsylvania. Then a third tribe showed up and said, wait a minute. They stole it from us. And we wrote a third check for Pennsylvania. William Penn was one of the greatest men alive in his day. He was just fair. He was a guy who believed in good relations with the Native Americans and indeed paid for the land three times. 
now they've said, we're, you know what, we're not going to do that. We're not going to take it out. Damn right you're not going to take it out. And it is time, anytime this stuff happens, it is time a bunch of us show up and ring those statues. I'm not going to stand up for, you know, the Confederacy or anything else. But that is also part of our history. How is it we teach right versus wrong if we just bury all the wrongs and then we remove all the rights? There's a reason why our flags are being replaced at the state level. Did you even know that? I want you to Google Minnesota state flag and then Google Somalian flag. They just changed the middle, the Minnesota flag, the state flag. Why? I don't know. But they wanted something completely different. And my, it looks like the Somalian flag, doesn't it? Glenn Beck. NMLS 182334, NMLSconsumeraccess.org. APR for the rates in the five starts at 6.275% for well-qualified buyers. Call 800-906-2440 for details about credit costs and terms. There are so many people right now that are within earshot that are thinking, I cannot get out from underneath this high-interest credit card debt. I don't know what to do. I could lose my house. Don't feel that way. Please. There is somebody out there that can help you, and that's American Financing. If you see that inflation, which that's another story, stop lying to us, inflation, prices for groceries have never been higher, according to CPI, yesterday. Anyway, uh, you have American financing there. The market interest rates have dropped. They're now in the fives, which is a lot lower than they were last year. If you've been buried in high interest credit card debt, break free. They're saving an average of $854 a month for people just like you. American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. And go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Colony Ridge. You'll save 30 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. I would just like to count today how many stories, how many things that are going on in today's America constitute a constitutional crisis. We are in a constitutional crisis almost every day on a myriad of things. Here's one. I have to applaud Greg Greg Abbott. Now I want to see if you actually mean it. Why is it taking so long? Okay, fine. We can debate that later. Thank you, Governor Abbott, for actually taking a stand on the border. In case you don't know, the Texas National Guard uh, has taken over the Texas border. And they've told the feds, stand down. We've got this. Uh, wow. Uh, okay. Constitutional crisis. But you also have something that Washington refuses to call a crisis. Did you watch? Did you watch the special yesterday? If you haven't watched our Blaze original of uh, Colony Ridge, you need to. You need to. We spent over a month investigating all of this, and 
it isn't what we thought we would find. But I think it's actually worse because it's just people legally making money, legally profiting. Our governor, he wouldn't be on part of the special. He wouldn't talk to us. He wouldn't send us a note even through email or snail mail or anything answering our questions. What do you think about the $1.4 million campaign contribution from the, devel- the brother of the developer of Colony Ridge? What did they get in exchange? The people in, in Colony Ridge, in the, in the lands around Colony Ridge, feel completely abandoned. Well, there's nothing illegal going on. No, 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 you're right. <coughs> Excuse me, nothing illegal. But perhaps maybe immoral, unethical, just bad for America. You decide. You decide. Watch our special uh, on Colony Ridge. You just go to uh, blazeoriginals.com. That's blazeoriginals.com. You sign up. You get $30 off your, uh, uh, your subscription to Blaze TV Plus, which gives you access to everything. And it is a lot. Honestly, we are trying to build something that if you only had money for one subscription, and that's even asking a lot that we would be your we would be the subscription that you choose. We are trying to cover everything for you and giving you a real understanding. The left and the right has Colony Ridge wrong. And they have the warning wrong. Check it out on uh, Colony Ridge. So I'm glad to see that we are actually asking people to step down, get out of our way, Let Texas secure the border because you aren't doing it. Meanwhile, in Washington, they're having a big fight over the budget. And I don't understand why more people are not up in arms. You have people in New York City now whose kids have been removed from their schoolhouse because they needed space for illegal immigrants. And if you think, oh, poor New York... Screw you. How about Arizona? How about New Mexico? How about Texas, where most of them stay here? Oh, well, that's Texas' problem. Is it? Is it Texas' problem? Is it? I don't think it is the problem of Texas. I think it's the problem of the federal government not doing their job. And by the way, if you think they all stay here, you're mistaken. Oh, yeah, I know. Your governor, Greg Abbott, he's shipping people... He's done like 20 buses. Do you know how many airplanes are full of illegals that used to land in the middle of the night in the center of your state? But now they're given special dispensation. You have to have the jelly between your toes sniffed by dogs when you go into an airport. Somebody's got to grab you by the crotch to make sure you're safe. But the illegals, they don't need any paperwork none where do you want to go okay here's a plane for you and we're the crazy ones no no and the bad news is the good news is is we're not alone this is happening all over the western world why 
Why? When you see the farmers in Germany driving their tractors in the street, recognize that's going to happen here. Why? Nitrogen. We can't have nitrogen. We can't use nitrogen to farm. That's fertilizer. Fertilizer is responsible for about 50% of the food. Farmers know it. Farmers know their land is being taken from them because of climate change. They know that we will starve as a people. It just hasn't happened here yet. But it's happened in Sweden. It's happening in the Netherlands. It's happening in Europe. They're on the streets again in Germany. They're just ahead of us. People are rising up because the elites have overplayed their hand. They have jammed down so many things, and they're all saying the same thing. It's the terrorists. It's the crazy people. It's the, these out-of-control farmers that want anarchy. Do you think the farmers want anarchy? Out of all the people in Germany, the farmers are not the ones I'm worried about. Farmers are too busy to join any Nazi clubs. They're busy growing food for you. When they tell us that we should stop eating meat and Mark Zuckerberg does a cattle ranch where he's feeding the, the cows macadamia nuts so they taste better when you eat them. I don't know. I think your elitist bullcrap is just that. Be careful, Mark. You're stepping in it all the time. It's so clear. You know, I just, sorry, this is the things are just popping in my head. They're wondering what the hell happened? What happened to the color purple? Why is the color purple not doing well? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. We're tired of the lecture. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. We're tired of the lecture. That color purple, to me, looks better than the first color purple. But out of all of the things that you could do, you decide, hey, let's lecture people. Let's lecture people. Because they're not tired of hearing about, you know, how people have been kept down, how people are just racist inherently and can never be forgiven. We're not tired of that at all. No, Hollywood, keep pumping that stuff out. And can you have a few more characters that are gay or transgender? Because that's what we see in real life. There, I got to tell you, I come to work and I'm like, I'm the only cisgender person in the building. No. And I work with non-cisgendered people and we all get along. So shut the pie hole. It's not a good start to a Friday show. It's not. Keep listening. Uh, your mood may not improve much. Well, maybe it will because maybe you're thinking, oh, God, finally somebody. But I've got a finally somebody saying a lot of that in me today. So, 
More in a minute. A good driver anticipates as many things going wrong as possible and uh, is prepared for them. It's also true of a good car owner. You might, be, uh, you might want to be prepared in case something goes wrong with your car. What could possibly go wrong? I don't know. I bought an electric vehicle because that way in 25 years, it'll cost me 25000 or more just to replace the batteries. <laughs> Isn't that great? When you enroll with CarShield, you're getting protection plans that start as low as $100, flexible month-to-month coverage, your choice of an ASE-certified mechanic, 24-7 coast-to-coast roadside assistance, complimentary towing, and rental car options. I need some spa music, Sarah. Once in a while today, I think we should just have some spa music, or I'm going to burst all kinds of blood vessels. You also get no long-term contracts. CarShield administrators will handle all the paperwork and repairs so you don't have to. Maybe most important of all, considering the whole inflation problem, you get a price lock guarantee. Your price will never go up, no matter how many claims you file, and it will never go up even as mileage on your car increases. Batteries not included. Price uh, uh, CarShield. CarShield.com slash Beck. Use the slash Beck or just use the promo code Beck when you call them. Uh, at 800 227 6100, and you'll save 20%. CarShield.com slash Beck. 800 227 6100. CarShield.com slash Beck. Are opinions weighing you down? Call in and let it out. 888 727 BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Is it crazy, Chris Matthews, that we shouldn't crap on the streets? Is that crazy? Uh, Deep breaths. Breathe in. Think about each breath. And slowly release. Everything we see is crazy. Breathe in. One, two. Everything we see is crazy. Breathe out. One, two, three, four. Okay. Stop with the spa music because that's even pissing me off a little bit. You're gonna blow your voice out. The blood vessel thing's real. You're gonna your eyes are gonna be all red. You an aneurysm is in your future if you don't stop. Well, this I today. have a show today uh, for Blaze TV subscribers. Oh, uh, I'm doing the. You know, we didn't do the Wednesday night show because of the debates, so I'm doing one tonight just a recap of all the stuff. And this is pretty much you know an ad lib show uh, where I'm just gathering all the things that I didn't get a chance to talk about. Vegas should be betting on me having an aneurysm <laughs> and what time I have it right now. Cause there's a lot to go over a lot. Yeah. I look, it's a tough time to do these shows because you get, I, and you've been dealing with this a little bit off the air as well. Like it's just tough to do these stories. It just feels like everything is sort of collapsing at the same time. Um, and, uh, you don't look, I, I, I don't know of, think of you as the healthiest person in the world. I mean, I went for a mile and a half walk last night. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm actually starting. In a car? Walk. Or what do you mean? No, I went for a mile and a half walk. Like I with your feet? feet? Yeah, it was crazy. Is there some sort of AI robot? I called an that's... Uber to get back, but <laughs> anyway, American Intel, you ready? Uh-huh. Ready? Breathe deep. 
American intel officials warn of risk of Hezbollah attacking the U.S. Hezbollah has become more capable to strike inside the U.S. than other terrorist groups. Oh, really? I wonder what's caused that. Wonder what that might be. Wonder who's been warning about that since, oh, I don't know, Biden took office! <sighs> Breathe in. <sighs> Just hold it until you collapse. I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> <sighs> All right, let, me ask, let me ask you about one of the 25 stories you hit here this hour mm -hmm. uh, that were making mm -hmm. you infuriated. Mm -hmm. do, do you have a problem with what we're doing with the Houthis? Like, they don't deserve to... They, they shouldn't be allowed to just take the Suez Canal, right? Like, that's not... No, that is in our national interest. However, I don't know. I'd like a little debate about it before we go to war again. A little process. We're just backing into mm -hmm. another war. And I'd like to and, debate it. And it's related to, obviously, the Israel situation. Oh, of course it directly. is. Directly. Of course it is. Of course it is. And it does seem like we keep... We get into these situations and they slowly mm -hmm. escalate until all of a mm -hmm. sudden we're like, wait a minute, we're mm -hmm. in the middle of a war. Did you know that? I, I, it, it seems like what's bizarre about this one, too, is that I don't think they'd have any trouble whatsoever getting this through Congress. The Congress would absolutely be on board with this one is clearly, especially they this. say they attacked the U.S. embassy in Iraq. Can't find verification of that. We don't know. They, they have been firing at our no, troops. I know that. Like, this is a real thing. I know that. I know that. So, what do we do? What do we do? And maybe it's this, but we have you no should have a we debate. Have no you should have... We have no choice. I don't know the other options. I'd like debate. to hear the options. I mean, you know, it's, it would likely... I, this, let me see who this came from. A Politico. Uh, either scenario, an attack domestically or on the troops or diplomats overseas. Okay, they've been attacking our troops. They apparently attacked our embassy in Iran. Why do we even have one there? And now we know they're here in America. It would deal a blow to the Biden administration. Really? Which has worked to prevent the Israel-Hamas conflict from broadening into... Has he? Has he? Really? Has he? It would also likely draw Washington back into the Middle East at a time when it is trying to focus on its national security resources. Ooh. What? Yes, on countering China and Russia. Oh, well, you're doing a bang-up job on there. No, seriously. Is the, is the Secretary of Defense even back? Is he even back? Do we know? You know, when he, you know, when he, when he went in for cancer, cancer, and nobody said, oh, that was just a private. No, that's not an elective surgery. He went in for cancer. And a person he threw and said, you know, you just take over things. In this situation, she remained on the beach. She was on uh, vacation. She's like, I'm not coming back and wrecking my vacation. This has been planned for a very long time. I don't care what happens. If it's really bad, call me. Oh, my. <laughs> the Glenn Beck Program. Patriot Mobile. Since our economy has become dominated by businesses that cater to the woke mob. I don't know. Maybe you should look at the businesses that you're doing business with. For the past 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been there 
They offer nationwide coverage, access to all three major networks, equipping you with the same coverage you've always had, but without sending your money to leftist causes. You like free speech, religious freedom, life, Second Amendment? I mean, when you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending a message loud and clear. Can you hear me now? We support these things, not woke causes like Planned Parenthood. Switch today. You're going to save a lot of money. You'll get exactly the same coverage. If you're on one of the big threes, they use the same tower, so you're getting the same coverage. You're getting better customer service all here from America and people who stand by the same values you have. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. 972-PATRIOT. This is really the lowest bar of entry. If you want to, you know, I'm fighting for my country. Okay. These people are actually in the fight with their own money that they, you know, take as profit from you. You're saving money and they're doing work to save our country. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. 972 Patriot. Do it now. I'm trying to calm down. I'm reading an article, getting ready to present you with the facts. Listen to this. The optimism about the country's grocery shopping habits does not match Americans' view. A new Axios-Harris poll found that a majority of U.S. voters are, quote, triggered by trips to the grocery store. We're not triggered! We're pissed off! Stop with using the woke language. We're triggered. We're really pissed off because some of us know how that inflation things work. And I don't know, seeing that, you know, our debt was up 50% higher than what they said it would be just for the month of December alone. I don't know. I think it's a little more than I've been triggered. I need a safe space. I need some common sense. Okay. Take a deep breath, give it 60 seconds, and then we'll continue with the insanity of the economy and the federal government. In the Beck household, we have a longstanding tradition. If somebody breaks into my house posing a threat to me and my family, I think of Jesus Christ. I think about what would he do? Well, he unfortunately isn't there, so I introduce that robber to our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ just not in the usual baptismal sort of way. Uh, I just speed up the meeting just a little bit. Sometimes, however, deadly force is not what's called for. And in those situations, there's the Berna Launcher. It is a non-lethal alternative to safeguarding your home that will teach someone a very painful but non-lethal lesson. 
It is legal in all 50 states. You don't need a permit. You don't need background checks. It looks like a gun. Um, and it can be used by all age groups over 18. The launcher has powerful deterrence. Like, oh, I've got pepper spray. Yeah, I got one of those two loaded in the gun, but I think I'm gonna start with a tear gas on you. That immobilizes somebody for about 40 minutes. Oh, just in time for, well, unless you live in Chicago or New York or Los Angeles, San Francisco. Anyway, just in time for the police to get there. Great addition to your home's defense. It gives you the extra options you might need. Burna, B-Y-R-N-A, B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Glenn. Save 10% off your purchase. Just make sure you use the slash Glenn part. It's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Glenn. Check it out now. Okay, well, um, here we are. Another hap, hap, happy day and Carol Roth is joining us now. Hello, Carol. Hey, Glenn. I'm not sure I'm going to be the one who's going to be the key to making you calm down. So apologies for that <laughs> in advance, my friend. Okay, let's uh, let's start on, uh, well, let's just start with inflation real quick. Okay. But, but yeah. we found out yesterday, I think, uh, food prices, highest they've ever been. Pay more at the grocery store than you've ever paid before. Is that true? Right. Yeah, I mean, and, and this is with the, you know, the... Um, the, the way that they rejigger the numbers that we all know happens Correct. to keep everything suppressed. Correct. Uh, we did see inflation tick back up. We did say, see it come in what they call hotter than expectations above what Wall Street ex- expected. This, from my standpoint, is not surprising. You know, in this fight against inflation to try to come back to the Fed's 2% target, it is going to be a very rocky road. And so, you know, the, the interesting thing is I don't think that even though it came in hotter, that is going to change the Fed's stance for a couple of reasons. One is that we have the, the giant elephant in the room, a ton of debt that both needs to be refinanced as well as new issues. We have almost $9 trillion in our national debt that needs to be refinanced in the Mm. next 12 months. Mm. We know that the deficit is probably gonna be what, in the one and a half to two trillion range again, that needs to be financed. Mm. And there are not enough buyers at current interest rates in order to be able to do that, in my opinion. And so I think the Fed is going to have to intervene. They're going to have to become more accommodative. Um, that ends up, as we know, being good for asset holders, good for the stock market, by the way, in an election year. But we also know that if they come in as a buyer and have to print the difference, that that is going to stoke inflation as well. So this hey, is a fight that we are going to continue to yeah. see, um, I think, for a long time. Let me ask you something. Do you do you find yourself in need of a good vomitorium every time you think about the Fed and they knew all of this in advance. They're supposed to be, you know, working with us. We're America. We're the one. They knew they were not going to be able to sell any of this debt. And they didn't advise or didn't. Nobody, nobody said, hey, maybe we should refinance when the interest rates are at zero. And now they're making more and more money every month off the debt that they are complicit in making. 
So here's the thing about this, because I've, I've thought long and hard in it, so I did a, a deep dive of research because I didn't need a vomitorium. I needed a pad against the wall because I was hitting my <laughs> head against the wall going, why would you not refinance? Everybody yeah. else in the world refinanced at this cheap low rate. And in doing a lot of research and speaking with a lot of economists, the answer is that they probably could not do that. Why? That there was not the demand for that much debt Carol, you know they're writing most of our debt themselves anyway. They're printing it and saying, oh, yeah, well, you're going to have to pass back for that. You know what? (laughs) Charge me for the paper and the ink as your interest. Right. But remember, we put $9 trillion on the balance sheet and we've all paid the price. They they knew exactly what was going to happen. We saw it with you know historic inflation that we haven't seen in 40 plus years. Imagine what that number would have been, Glenn, if they would have gone and you know doubled that amount or tripled that amount. I mean, it would have been absolute Armageddon. So I think they did as much as they thought that they could do um, without breaking the entire system entirely. Not to say that it's not broken and fractured, but just causing absolute mass chaos. Okay, so, so, I, so I think they couldn't have done. All right. So we have a uh, we're looking at a situation where CPI has gone up. Inflation has gone back up, turning the other direction. We were 50 percent over the deficit that we said we were going to have in December. We were 50 percent higher than that. It's it's astronomical when you look at the charts on, you know, month by month and how that one just pops out of nowhere. It always happens when we're asleep with our stockings hung by the chimney with care. Um, we have that. We also have the jobs report that came out right, what, a week ago or so that said a third or a quarter of those jobs didn't even exist. It was miscounting. What does this mean for the future going forward? What does this mean? How, how bad are things? So there's a short-term answer to that, and there's a long-term answer to that. And the short-term answer is probably going to blow your mind, but the short-term answer is that we're probably going to get um, – a shallow recession. I think that's probably the most likely outcome. It's possible that things rejigger and we get very, very low growth with some inflation, a stagflationary, continued stagflationary environment. And there's always, you know, a small possibility that things really go bad and it ends up worse. But if you're you're a betting person, which by the way, I'm not, but if you were, I'm going with a shallow recession in the short term. And they have so many different levers that they can pull. And we do remain the world's reserve currency and the entire world is messed up because we are not the only central bank that has been printing mm-hmm. and there's all kinds of issues that I think in the short term that we're going to be okay and you're going to see the, the stock market do fine and everyone's going to go, well, see, you know, we got a, a soft landing or a medium landing or it wasn't that bad and what were you all worried about? But our fiscal situation, the amount of debt we have, the deficits that we're running, the, you know, more than 120 plus whatever it is, trillion in 
unfunded liabilities. These are real issues that will continue to catch up with us. We've we've got a, a the first catch up in a very long time with this inflation. That is just one of many things that are going to happen if we do not get our house in order. And unfortunately, politically, we do not have the will and we don't have enough people who are standing up and protesting like people are for every other issue under the sun for our financial future. So if they think that they can get away with telling us, oh, we made this great financial deal, but yet we're running deficits at you know more than two times the historical average when the economy is still expanding, something that is unprecedented and have absolutely no plan to get our fiscal foundation on solid ground, there is going to come a time when there is no more running. And that is why you have to be prepared, but not panic today. Well, I will tell you, there is something that is truly, truly terrifying uh, that they have slowed down. They've just moved the date back, but they're not stopping. It's called Natural Asset Companies, NACs. When you really understand what this is, you will see the full scam of the global warming thing. You will see that this is how the rich are going to get richer and impoverish everyone else. We'll go into that with Carol here in just a second. Lisa wrote in about a dog's experience with Rough Green. She said, I have a disability assist service dog. She's a precious English black lab, and I want to take the best care of her I can. She loves her food with Rough Greens on it. Her coat is shinier. She does a much better job these days of keeping her attention on me and my needs. Thank you, Rough Greens. Well, thank you, Lisa, for giving Rough Greens a, a shot. Sounds like she's a good friend to you. And Uno has been a good friend to our family, and we always want the best for him as well. That's why when naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black came up with Rough Greens, something you sprinkle on your dog's food, uh, and he said not only will it help him eat, he will. you'll see a difference in your dog. Uh, I didn't believe him about the difference. I just wanted my dog to eat. But not only did he eat, his his whole activity level changed. He became, I thought he was healthy. He became a really healthy dog. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. R-U-F-F greens.com slash Beck. Call 833-GLEN-33. They're going to give you your first trial bag for free. All you do is pay for shipping at 833-GLEN-33. 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. 10-second station ID. We are also going to tell you what King Biden has declared to do in changing the labor rule for mm. gig workers. Another really devastating thing. First, let's start with natural asset companies. Yeah, so I want to tell everybody that there are a lot of fights that we have to fight right now. And I know it seems exhausting, but they are doing this on purpose and we cannot let down our guard and you cannot just do one thing and then hope that it goes away. We need people's voices. We need people to stand up. It's been working on the ESG front and we need to continue the fight. So natural asset companies is sort of ESG on steroids. The, the shortest encapsulation of horror I can tell you is imagine Wall Street and hostile foreign governments having control over all of our natural resources, over our 
our food, over our water, over our energy, over tourism. That is what they are imagining. And they are trying to end around any sort of legislation, the legal system, and capture the private market in order to enable this. So this is, tell me if I'm explaining this right. This is like in New York, you buy air rights, the rights above buildings. That way, if somebody wants to build a tall skyscraper, they have to buy that air from you. It sounds insane, but in New York, it works. That's the same kind of thing, except it's traded and you don't have to buy all of it. You can buy a share of it. And they're going to say, we own the air rights over all of the national parks. We own the air rights over uh, farmland we own they can buy the air over your farm and then say we have to have pure air and you're polluting that air so you either stop farming stop doing what you're doing or pay us for the pollution that you're putting in almost right there's one extra layer so imagine you glenn own those air rights you so you sell not the air rights to these companies you sell the ability to manage the air rights to these companies so they don't actually even have to own the natural resources they don't have to get enough money to buy the resources they buy the management of them and in their management based on the charter of what by the way is a made up brand new company structure which is insane right i mean you have s corps you have b corps you have you know a handful of things they have the huge to come up with their own structure, which by the way, they also created their own accounting system. We'll get into that as well. And the charter says, we're gonna come to Glenn and we're gonna offer you some money to manage the air rights. And then we're going to take that out of quote unquote productive use. So let's say it's not air, let's say it's a farm. And we say, you know, Glenn, your cows are polluting the farm. So we're going to conserve this farm in our management. And we're going to take it out of what we consider productive use, something that would actually even turn a profit, and we are going to conserve it or restore it. And so we'll just get rid of all of those cows and just put it by the wayside. Wait, what happens to me with the cows? I make my living on farming. What happens? So so they're giving you some one-time money and you know some sort of money in order to be able to have that management and you've made that deal now maybe you don't do that but remember in terms of other types of productive land or land that we have tourism that the federal government owns about 30 percent of that there are also we know a huge turnover in farms so maybe it's not the management maybe they're buying it straight out or maybe they're just saying hey we're going to give you a bunch of money to go away so that we can do this but it is a nefarious scheme to hijack these resources, to hijack food, to hijack water, to hijack energy, and then on the other side to be able to financialize it. The group this is that so came evil, up, so evil. Nobody, so, get, you know, we just did a we just did a uh, Blaze original uh, called uh, Colony Ridge: The Truth on Colony Ridge. You need to watch this. Join join the Blaze. If you're not already a member, join the Blaze. Just go to blazeoriginals.com. Use the promo code Colony Ridge and watch this thing right now if you have to. If that's the only time you have, then watch it right now. The, the problem with this country is people don't in, in power, they don't actually care about anything but power and money. And so they will do anything to make money, no matter what it means for the country. 
and they'll they'll delude themselves and say, oh, well, this is all about global warming because I believe bull crap. If you actually believed it, you would sell your homes off the coast of California and Florida. If you as a bank actually believed it, you would say, I cannot underwrite any loans for this because this land is going to be gone. It's bull crap. No insurance company would ever. I'm sorry. I need to spa music here to calm me down. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You were saying, Carol? So there are a couple things that are really important right now. So we've kind of talked about what these are. What's happening is that the group behind them has teamed up with the New York Stock Exchange, the largest largest stock market in the entire world, and they're trying to get the SEC the ability to give the New York Exchange the New York Stock Exchange the ability to list these natural assets companies and have them freely traded on the New York Stock Exchange. Let so me just say S- this is all absolutely unconstitutional. If you want to do that, it has to go through Congress, the Senate, and the president, then the Supreme Court. This is unconstitutional. This is the problem with our country. We have given this dictatorship power to the administrative state. The SEC cannot stop farming and where we live and where we go by selling our air. No, no, it's unconstitutional. So we, so the SEC has this rule, and if they say yes, then all of a sudden we're going to have these natural asset companies trading just like the SPACs, just like the stocks. And that means your pension money might be going into this or worse, a a sovereign wealth fund from a hostile foreign nation could go in and fund these companies and decide what they're doing. But I'm with you, Glenn. It's so we have to stop that first. But we also have to get Congress on this, because even if we stop them from being listed on the New York Stock Exchange, which is step one, and we have to do that, and you have to write the SEC and you have to write your representatives, it doesn't mean that they can't privately still go to these entities. They can still privately go to pension funds and retirement funds and state funds. They can still privately go to sovereign wealth funds and raise the monies. We have to make sure that they declare NACs, as you said, unconstitutional and illegal. We have to absolutely stop this. This is too important because it threatens absolutely everything. If you're a farmer in Colorado, you already know you cannot put rainwater barrels out to collect the rain because the rain belongs to the state. Okay? That's bullcrap. You know it. It belongs to the earth. It belongs to whoever can capture it on their land. What are you talking about? This is the same kind of scam and it will kill farmers. Who owns the sky? Who owns the air that we're all breathing? Damn right, it's not going to be some corporation. More in a minute. Glenn Beck. Let me talk to you about Relief Factor. Um, If you have pain, Relief Factor can help. Inflammation. Uh, Donna wrote in. She said, I could use my right hand. I couldn't use it because it was so swollen with arthritis. I used to wake up in so much pain it would i would scream in the morning i woke up this way every morning until this morning my right hand isn't even swollen let alone painful 
I think I'm going to be able to sew again. I'm amazed at Relief Factor. Thank you. Donna, thanks for writing in. Relief Factor doesn't work for everybody, but 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. It's a daily supplement that helps your body fight that pain by fighting inflammation. 100% drug-free. Developed by doctors to help reduce or eliminate pain. It doesn't mask it. It eliminates it. Over a million people have tried it. 70% go on to order more. Maybe you're in that 70%. Give it a try. Visit relieffactor.com or call 800 the number 4 relief. It comes with Relief Factor's feel better or your money back guarantee. relieffactor.com 800 for relief. It's a great new documentary about the border on Blaze TV. It's called Colony Ridge. Don't miss it. blazetv.com/glen promo code Colony Ridge. said to you for a while 2024 is going to be a year that makes or breaks us 2024 maybe it goes on to 2025 but it's going to happen it's going to happen fast when it does uh davos is meeting next week we have a couple of people on the ground in davos that will be giving us updates of what's going on but their theme this year is restoring trust because it seems like nobody trusts us because of these crazy people who tell all these misinformation So their number one threat they see in 2024 is mis- and disinformation. So I'm going to give you some stuff that was heart-stopping for somebody who believes in free speech. In fact, it was so uh, shocking to me, I sent it to my whole family and said, and so it begins. Um, I'm going to share it. Uh, with you at the top of the hour, please don't miss this information. It is vital that you hear it and understand what is going on. Same with the economy. And we were talking about these um, uh, national, natural or national asset? Natural. Natural natural asset asset, uh, companies. And these companies uh, that will control the land uh, and, I, I, I can't explain to you or, or express to you enough uh, concern over this uh, to wake people up. But if you are awake, you must uh, get online and write the SEC. They have a, a time where you can publicly comment. It has to be overwhelmingly, no, don't do this. And you have to get Congress and your senators involved in this right away. They'll be doing it uh, later this month, or it is still. Soon. Yeah, we have we have like six more days. Six more so days. What I've done is I have retweeted to the top of my Twitter feed my comments that I sent to the SEC, and I invite everyone. You can borrow as little or the entire thing, and it shows you who to send it to. It tells you the subject line because you have to have the file number in the subject line, mm-hmm. or they just won't read it. And you can just you know, go ahead and uh, and copy that. I'm going to ret- I'm retweeting your tweet Perfect. Uh, right now. So you can go Carol Roth or Glenn Beck, just find us on X and, uh, yeah. and uh, get the information, copy and paste. Yeah. Glenn, let me just read to you two things that show you how insane and evil this is from the chairman of this IEG that created the company. 
Um, and by the way, as I said before, creating a company structure is absolutely difficult, unusual, and a red flag in and of itself. But if that wasn't a big enough red flag, they have created their own system of accounting, which is not just a red flag, it is a neon sign. Uh, the CEO said, quote, we, we created a new accounting system, which we call statements of ecological performance, which account for the flow of ecosystem services in financial terms. What does that mean? That means absolutely nothing other than they are trying to scam the system, which, by the way, the climate cultists and social justice warriors, this is entirely what they're setting out to do. They're setting out to end around the legal system. The CEO said, reportedly said, quote, we are looking for a private sector approach that wasn't dependent on policy. It wasn't dependent on traditional taxes. It wasn't dependent on regulation or philanthropy to price in these assets and give investors the opportunity to invest directly in nature, whether that's for climate or biodiversity. Okay, so, now, so they're telling you the plan right there. So let me just let me just emphasize this. This is a company that cannot make any money. It won't make any money. Why would you invest in that? Well, if you're Apple or Google and you're running all kinds of server farms and that has a big CO2 footprint, what do you do? You offset. So you buy Yellowstone National Park and you close it down for manage it. Just return it to nature. There, I've done my part. That's that's the insidiousness of this. They'll keep on polluting, but they'll shut everything else that's not necessarily like cows, farms, you, your town, They'll shut everything down so you can't pollute because they need to offset their carbon footprint. Am well, I right? About middle, what about Middle Eastern sovereign wealth funds, places that depend on oil getting involved in lands where there's drilling <sighs> to say, oh, well, we'll just stop the U.S. from drilling. They're our biggest competitors. You know, then, I'll, then we'll be cornering the market even more and be able to send the price of oil through the roof. It's this insane. is so incredibly dangerous, which is why. You know, we already had, I think it's 25 or 26 attorney generals from various states join with Utah and Kansas to oppose this. Uh, but we need more voices. There are people who have been writing and you know, saying that they have been using their voice. We need to make a big deal about this or it's going to be too late. Six once days. They this motion. Six Just days. Six days. Six days. Six days. Okay. Yep. Um, let me switch to the other thing that King Biden has decided through the Labor Department. When Gavin Newsom put through that you the gig economy was over in California, everyone, Republicans, Democrats, everyone since it's been implemented has said this is a disaster. Explain what it is. So this came out of uh, the inc the bad incubator for all ideas in the United States, which is California. It was called AB5 there. And unfortunately, people laughed when we first talked about it and said, oh, people in California get what they vote for. And I said, not 
don't say that because it's coming to America. And what they decided to do was go after small businesses, the gig economy and economic freedom to say, we don't want people to be able to work independently. We want to force them to be employees. For people who are so concerned about choice, they do not seem to care if you have a choice of labor. So imagine, Glenn, I come to you and say, listen, I'm busy with all these other things, but I, I want to you know, write for the blaze. Let's just enter into a contractor relationship. You don't have to take me on as a, an employee and I, I will write for the blaze. And you say, great. And the government goes, I'm sorry, guys. You know, we can't do that. They are getting in the middle of that. And maybe you say, well, you know, the blaze is a big organization. So, you know, what does it matter? But this impacts makes a huge tens difference. of millions of small businesses oh, yeah. and almost 60 million gig workers. By the way, the greater majority of them want to be independent. They value their flexibility. They they value the, the ability to set work on their own terms. And the government wants to come in, not again through legislation, but through a rule, through the executive branch and say, I'm sorry that you want to work that way. You cannot work. Uh, they want to take away your ability to set the terms of how you work. Just so you know, that pretty much ends DoorDash. It ends uh, Uber because the people have to be paid by Uber and then their insurance is paid wow. for. I doubt they could even use their own car. How many people have you gotten into their car in an Uber and they'll say, I just love this. I, you know, I do it. I make extra money. I set my own hours. I drive when I want. I, you know, I don't drive. It's fantastic. All of that would be gone. You would have but, to become an employee. Well, you know what's going to happen, like they did in California. The big companies will band together and get an exception. But who yes. won't be able to do that? are the small businesses that depend on the gig economy, the movie sets that, that have a caterer, the hairdresser who rents a chair at a salon, the business who hires somebody to do some editorial content a couple times a year. Those are the businesses that are going to get hurt. So this is, again, a total focus on centralizing the economy in the hands of big unions, big company, big labor, and they want to kill small businesses and freedom that don't toe the line. They don't want you to be able to do what you want to do and work the way you want to do. They want to control every aspect of it. And what it's going to do is kill the number of jobs and opportunities. We should be growing this country. We have a massive deficit. The way out is through growing revenues and through freedom and expanding our revenue base. And all they do is continue to put up barriers to us being able to work and live freely. And you know what? It's not just economic barriers. It's the DEI crap and all that. I did a monologue at the beginning of the show about Boeing. You want to yeah. know why Boeing, their planes are falling out of the sky. They're going to go bankrupt. Boeing, Boeing, one of the greatest aircraft companies of all time. They're going to go out of business. Why? Because they've embraced DEI and diversity and they've they've uh, looked at everything as just make money, accounting, not engineering. They have violated all of the well-known principles of how to run an aircraft company. And that's what we're doing to everything. That's what we're doing to the country. We're violating all of these very well-established principles 
for new ideas. I got a new idea on how to account. I have I have a new idea about uh, inflation. We can spend as much as we want. It doesn't matter because I say it doesn't matter. That's bullcrap. Universal principles do not change. And we're starting to see the effects of it. And when it starts to crumble, it's going to crumble quickly. You lose Boeing? Well, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Will the government step in and pick it up? I guarantee you there'll be shouts for that. Well, this is so important strategically that maybe the United States government. We are going to be the country that builds the zill again. There is a reason why Russia... Everything they built was crap. And we are quickly following in those footsteps. Carol, thank you. Thanks, Glenn. I appreciate it. Uh, Okay. Please do yourself a favor. (laughs) Everything is connected. Everything is connected. These are not just random mistakes. They're not just, oh, wow, that policy didn't really work. I think they're all designed to not work. They're all designed to change us fundamentally, to destroy what we have. You'll be poor, you'll own nothing, and you'll like it. No, I don't want that. That's, that's my choice, not your choice. There is something that I read yesterday that the first show of the year I did was the assassination of freedom of speech. And uh, there is coming a time very shortly where voices like mine will not be found. It depends if it happens over a year or overnight, but it is coming. You must pay attention right now. I have that story coming up in just a second also. Third world country. You cannot import the third world. Ten million people from the third world have moved into America. We don't even know who they are. And in Texas, there are some people that are just making money off it, not doing anything illegal, just making money hand over fist. Our, our governor took $1.4 million in a donation for his, uh, his PAC, his, uh, you know, his governorship, his reelection. He won't even talk to us about this. It's Colony Ridge. Everybody has the story wrong. It's not what you think it is. I think it's worse. It is the future of America. Watch it on our Blaze Originals right now. It's available. Watch it right now. It's so important. After I do this thing at the top of the hour, go watch it. Go watch it. Blaze Originals. Go to blazeoriginals.com. Sign up. Become a member of Blaze TV+. Plus. You'll get this plus all of our documentaries and everything else a part of Blaze TV Plus. You get $30 off as well. Do it now. Go to blazeoriginals.com. Use the promo code Colony Ridge. All right. My pillow just keeps rolling out amazing deals right now, is no exception. If you use the promo code Beck, you're going to find some of their lowest prices ever, plus free shipping for your entire order. You can get 50% off the My Pillow 2.0. Or how about 50% off their new flannel sheets? Their six-pack towel sets are going for $29.98 right now. It's enormous blowout sale for my pillow, And it's all because they appreciate your business and your support over the years. Take advantage of their free shipping, especially on the larger items such as the mattress toppers. 
100% made in the U.S. and on sale for $99.99. You'll also find sales on their kitchen towels, their dog beds, their blankets, and so much more. Promo code BECK. Find this offer. Just go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square. Check out everything I just mentioned and more on sale. Enter the promo code BECK. Call 800-966-3117. 800-966-3117 for these and other specials plus free shipping. The following content identifies as a commercial. Isn't that lovely? The Glenn Beck Program. We'll be right back. I want to speak some words of encouragement to you. Um, I know it's going to be very, very cold in Iowa next uh, Monday, like nine below. uh, And we're expecting snowstorms everywhere um, next week. Please, uh, if you're in Iowa, please go to the caucus. That's how it all starts. Just standing up. Yesterday, I was with the people of Angel Studios, and uh, I saw a clip for Bonhoeffer, new movie that's coming out, I think, next, uh, probably next Christmas time, around that time. Uh, it looks fantastic, and it's going to encourage people to stand up and do the right thing. I was with somebody this week that is um, uh, putting, pouring a ton of money into buying decommissioned coal fire plants and renovating them, and instead of dismantling them, making them into hydrogen plants, where they're making hydrogen. It's an amazing thing. And Texas actually kicked the feds off the border yesterday. Listen to this. Uh, It's a cut three. I can't hear anything. Is there any audio there? Anyway, uh, okay. So this is the... um, This is the border where Texans have now taken the border from the feds and said to the feds, stand down. The National Guard is here and we will take care of things. Um, That's a constitutional crisis, so you know, but at least it is stopping the hemorrhaging that is uh, is going on. How many is okay on the constitutional crisis count? What's the over under on that? How many are we allowed Uh, to have at the same time? Wow. Uh, I don't know. We've never had this many. So let's see how it goes. It's going to be interesting mm. to see how this you works know, out. It will, it, be, yeah, it yeah, will it be interesting it, to see how yeah. this plays out. Yeah. The Glenn Beck Program. Sick, twisted freak. Welcome to the uh, program. Uh, I've got some really disturbing news uh, that you need to be aware of. 
uh, especially with Davos happening next week. We'll get to that in 60 seconds. First, I know it's an underappreciated fact that trust is really hard to come by, especially in today's times. I mean, people just flush their trust down the toilet. But it just, I, I I don't know when we forgot that trust needed to be earned. Well, it's so hard to trust people and to know what who's telling you the truth and who's not. Uh, that's why we got into business, and I started a new business with my brother about, I don't know, I don't even know now, eight, ten years ago, called realestateagentsitrust.com. It's not underappreciated by, by us. Who do you trust? How can you get the best person to represent you on the biggest uh, purchase or sale probably of your lifetime? We've cracked the code. We'd like to share those people with you. It's a free service to you if you're moving across the street or across the country. It doesn't matter. Realestateagentsitrust.com. We have somebody in that area. And if we don't, we won't recommend somebody. We don't just take anybody. We, we really vet these people. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Get your home sold on time and for the most amount of cash. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Okay, I, um, I saw something yesterday that I, I sent out to a few members of my family and said, here it comes. And so it begins. This is a, uh, a, a, a blog post from uh, a, a woman who was a former civil servant in England. And uh, she is into counterterrorism, et cetera, et cetera. And she took a counterterrorism course that uh, was happening in King's College in London. And everyone was there. I mean, everyone was there. Um, And it was a course for civil servants who are worried about national security. What do we do? Uh, the course was Issues Encountering uh, Terrorism, and it was organized by the Center for Defense Studies. And again, designed for civil servants, professionals in counterterrorism, staff from the Foreign Office, that's like their State Department, Ministry of Justice, that's our Justice Department, Ministry of Defense, that's our Pentagon, and the Home Office, that's like... Uh, I think that's home office. Isn't that like CIA or MI5? Yeah. FBI. Um, Facilitating this uh, three-day course were senior lecturers from the Security Studies Department. Civil servants were given presentations by King College lecturers, while visiting senior research fellows and professors also spoke. The course, uh, prestigious educational institutions uh, were delivering this course, and she reports it was politically biased anti-government training amounting to indoctrination. She said, I found it deeply disturbing. Underpinning their presentations, some of the lectures relayed, you know, typical postmodern identity politics. But the course, she says, began with definitions. What is terrorism? Without anyone providing an opposing view, we were taught one man's freedom fighter is another man's terrorist. She said, I raised my hand and said, surely we can acknowledge some subjectivity while being able to come up with a collective understanding of what terrorism is. 
She said the 40 students in the room just looked at her blankly. No, nothing. She says the danger of understanding terrorism with cultural relativism is that it breeds moral apathy. The kind that says, who are we mere democratic liberal Westerners to impose our morality onto others? Who are we to say our culture is superior to others? These are luxury attitudes. It's easy to be sad in King's College London and feel that all the cultures are evil when you haven't been anally raped at a peace festival by someone shouting Allah Akbar and then held hostage. So she goes on on what they're teaching and she says, look, 70% of lung cancer case, uh, cases are caused by smoking. 70% of terrorist attacks in the UK are from Islamists. We wouldn't tell people, we wouldn't tell smokers, oh no, smoking has nothing to do with it because it made them uncomfortable. We're trying to save lives. That was also shouted down. I want to skip to the part in her blog as she was talking about what was happening um, and what the dangers are, the real danger. She said, during the span of the course, there was no mention of immigration being relevant to terrorism in the UK, except as a view given by the right wing. The course's overriding emphasis was that Islamic extremism is exaggerated and right-wing extremism is to be given more weight than is proportionate. This is in direct conflict with all findings. One lecture uh, derogatorily uh, described the, the person who was really had been writing a lot about this, saying this is nonsense, as the type of person who would say all current counterterrorism professionals are woke. He's of that ilk. Um, the lecturer further argued, argued, now listen to this carefully, that Douglas Murray, Stu, who's Douglas Murray? Uh, intellectual. Um, he's been on the show before, a really smart guy. Um, sometimes angers people uh, in the media and on the left, but is, I think, a very rational thinker and very, very well respected generally. And somebody who is on the right, um, but... I don't think has always been perceived on the right, has he? I, yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, he's he's written for conservative publications, yeah, but, but he wouldn't be like a you wouldn't consider he's not him some a sort of partisan. Yeah, partisan. Yeah. So Douglas Murray, the lecturer, further argued that Douglas Murray and Joe Rogan are both examples of the far right. He then asked, "To what extent should Joe Rogan and Douglas Murray be suppressed?" They have millions of followers to deplatform them, deplatform them would cause issues. Therefore, society needs to find other ways to suppress them. This goes along with everything that we just showed you in our special two weeks ago. Um, this is happening right now in America. They are making public private partnerships. And I am telling you now, there is going to come a time where you will, it will be so hard to find people like me online. They may not get rid of us. Uh, they may, but that would cause problems. They'll just make the process of finding us so difficult that you won't be able, we won't have any footprint whatsoever. There is also coming a time on this program where 
uh, I will not be able to discuss the things that I'm discussing with you now. I truly believe we are entering a very dangerous place for, um, uh, for people with opinions uh, that differ from the state. And uh, I will do everything I can to preserve the voice and our relationship. Um, and I may just be telling, I just might be a history professor and without any political viewpoint whatsoever. Um, I'm, I'm not sure, but, and so it begins is the phrase that comes to mind. This year is going to be dangerous for free speech. Please recognize that. Please recognize that and understand you must educate yourself and be, you know, if you've prepared, you can prepare all you want, but if you haven't prepared to be the authority in your own area, to be the person that says, no, that's not what the Constitution says. No, that's not what this means. If you haven't prepared, you are running out of time. Please do. This is another reason why I built Blaze TV. It is the Alamo, and it may end the way the Alamo ended. I don't know, but it is we are going to stand uh, as long as we possibly can. And that is one reason why we have asked you to join us. If you subscribe with us, we have a relationship and we can contact you. So it's not just you looking for us. We know where you are and we can contact you. Uh, and our relationship here is built only on the two of us, you and me, and all the other hosts that are at Blaze TV that you might trust, all of the other news people, all of the opinion people. We just did a documentary. In fact, uh, uh, Jason Buttrell is with us. And he is my chief researcher um, and, uh, and head writer for the TV show. And we went together, uh, along with all the other researchers, down to Houston to find out a story that some people know, most people don't, about um, Colony Ridge. You know, everybody is come, everybody's talking about how many people are coming across. Nobody is talking about where are they going. And that's a real problem. Because the government, the federal government, has just waived all of the rules of safety for the airport and just said, here, you got to, they don't need paperwork or anything. They can go wherever they want. And they're flying all over the country. Well, then what? Then where do they stay? We found a disturbing, disturbing uh, legal business that can happen and is operating in Houston. And I believe it will happen everywhere in the country uh do you have that letter from dan patrick um or no we might not want to read that not, not read okay <laughs> we just got a we just got a letter from uh, a very important politician who just stopped who just watched it and said thank you thank you thank you thank you um because people don't understand what this means if if you if you lose texas as a red state, you forever lose the union. And make no mistake, that is part of the reason we are being flooded with 10 million new voters. Okay? 
It is absolutely true. Did you see what's happening in um, see what's happening in Arizona? In Arizona, they are now making it very, very clear that you need to have a driver's license. You need to have, you know, uh, you have to be a citizen. Only citizens can vote. However, we don't check citizenship. So, you know, but if you vote and we find out later that you weren't a citizen, I mean, it's a joke what is happening. So I want to talk to you a little bit about what all of this means together in just a second. First, Genucel. As you move into the new year, how about a resolution that's easy to keep and delivers immediately on its promise? How about a new you? With Genucel skincare, you can turn the clock back and look 5, 10, even 15 years younger. And right now, Genucel skincare is celebrating 2024 with its New Year's sales event. You can save over 70% off your all your Genucel must-haves with their most popular package. Say goodbye to the stuff that you don't like, the fine lines, the forehead wrinkles, the sagging jawline, dark marks, skin redness, even under-eye bags, and you can leave them back in 2023. Genucel works for men and women. It's safe for all skin types, and it's perfect for skin of any age. Plus, with its immediate effects, Genucel promises results that will make you smile guaranteed, or you get 100% of your money back. For a limited time, Genucel's top-selling serum is included for free in every most popular package, so you'll be able to enjoy maximum skin hydration for a more youthful appearance. Go to genucel.com Beck and enter Beck at checkout for extra savings. Every order is placed automatically upgraded to free shipping right now. Don't wait. Go to genucel.com Beck. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com Beck. 10 seconds. Station ID. So where a lot of these illegals are coming through here in Texas is Shelby Park at uh, Eagle Pass. Uh, yesterday, the the Texas State Patrol, uh, not State Patrol, but the Texas National Guard seized that opening. This is where the feds cut the razor wire and were helping people back in. Um, they told they marched on the property and said, federal officers out. We're here by order of the governor and we are securing our border. I'd like to see more of this um, because Texas is being lost. Jason uh, joins me now. He was uh, on the road with me and helped do the research for this and in the interviews for this a new Blaze original documentary, which is available now at Blaze TV. What did you What did you go in thinking this was about? Uh, there's been a lot of sensational reporting on this. Um, I think that we kind of went through a wide range of emotions, yeah. even going down there and first arriving. That's what I thought was so cool about this entire experience. And you see it play out when you watch this, is this was an actual information information gathering event. Like we were learning on the ground as we did it. Like there was no preconceived anything on this. Well, yeah, yes, there was. Well, we, okay, yeah, yeah. There was a preconception that this was run by uh, gangs. Yeah, you know, and uh, and cartels, and it was really bad. And I sat down with the developer, mm-hmm. and he said none of that is true. And then he started talking and throwing out some facts that we hadn't heard. And thought, I immediately thought, oh, my gosh, I'm one of those people in the press that come in and I think I know the story. 
And so I listened to him and we went for a drive and, you know, spent a lot of time together. Then I went to all of the people that were on the other side, listened to them, let them speak. And we realized this story is not what everybody is presenting it. This is an even more dangerous story because the morals of the people, uh, I think, in politics and also in business are so low, so low that they will destroy the country if it enriches them. Yeah, th- this this documentary is so enlightening on so many different levels. Um, on one level, you have like you you uh, talked on, on the radio program before about the different groups that are helping these migrants come up through. Uh, you mean like the South Red America. Cross and Doctors Without Borders? Right. So, what are their true motivations? Because we had a guy, this developer, that was kind of talking the same language that they are talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm one of the good guys. I'm helping these people out. Right. Like, I'm just giving them a place to find a home and you know raise a family. Give them the American dream. You asked him, "Is this the American dream?" He's like, "Absolutely." Um, well, we spoke to a woman down there and she described a very different scenario. She's made it sound like, well, he's targeting these people. He's targeting them to come over here because they cannot fight back. They are basically a tool in his scheme, which is a money-making scheme, which is what it looks like. And they cannot fight him on it. The only people that can fight him about it. They were getting foreclosed on. We spoke to her, um, which it's still up in the air, whether she will still keep her 30% of the people. And they're the poorest of the poor. 30% of the people are defaulting on their mortgages. The developer then takes that back and resells the land again, now at a higher price. More foreclosures there, I believe, in the entire DFW area, just in that location. I mean, it's absolutely insane. They don't care. These people that are bringing them in, they don't care. The migrants are pawns. And this entire thing. Now, the second thing that I saw on this that is the true ramifications of this. People like to talk about it. Oh, it's an issue. Well, this is the actual ramifications for the people on the ground. They're, you're now looking in places like New York where the New Yorkers are getting pissed because their kids are getting taken out of school. Well, we actually went to the superintendent of the school district that's there and was like, what is going on? He said, we are at crisis level. We do not have the money to continue this. I think, you know, the developer told you there was, I was like 35,000 people in this area, whatever. The superintendent was like, oh, really? In fact, don't we have that clip? Isn't that a clip that we have? Do we have that clip? No, we don't. We don't. Well, okay. Watch the documentary and see that. He had a little formula where he's like, it's actually probably around 85,000 in this little area. Think about what that does to school districts. They have to put... Think about what it does for the infrastructure, sewage, electricity, uh, uh, police, fire. I mean, it's... They're throwing up portable buildings to put some of these kids in, and they don't even have the money to get more portable buildings. They don't have the land space even to do that. This is, this is how you create a third world country. Do you remember, Stu, we were back at Radio City and our studios were there when I, when I figured out, wait a minute, we didn't really win the Cold War. The guys who were fighting the Cold War just took their uniforms off and put on suits. Yeah. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And I said, what's happening is we had this illusion that we could bring the world up to our standards. And now people have decided, no, that's not possible. So they will crash us to bring us down to the rest of the world. That is exactly what's happening. And you are creating a third world nation 
inside of America. Do you know that there's three, is it two or three different countries, different countries in this country? People don't understand the Native American land. One of them, Navajo, goes across three states. It's enormous. That's an actual sovereign nation. You're now creating these things all over. Glenn Beck. Have you ever uh, ever had one of those exhausting nights where you just keep thinking to yourself, is it just too much to ask to just get a little sleep, please? Thankfully, there is something that is all natural, drug-free, doesn't whack you out, called Relief Factor Sleep. Just like regular Relief Factor that you take for pain, Relief Factor Sleep is 100% drug-free. It has a blend of natural ingredients designed to promote healthy sleep by reducing anxiety and distress, improving mood, and promoting relaxation. I know from experience that it works. I felt the difference the first night I took it. My wife and I take it probably a couple of times a week. The bottle is $19.95, 20 bucks to get the feeling of complete relaxation and contentment as you drift away. And in the morning, you don't feel anything other than refreshed. Unleash the power of great sleep right now by calling 800 the number 4 relief. That's 800 the number 4 relief. Or go to relieffactor.com. Relief sleep. Dream big and sleep tight. blazetv.com slash Glenn. Get access to this documentary right now. Use the promo code Colony Ridge. You'll save 30 bucks off your subscription. Tell you, he better not question my intelligence. I'll tell you that right now. Thomas Massey is with us, who was just on CNN, questioning the intelligence of some of the the anchors there. I <laughs> don't know how you could possibly do that, Thomas Massey. Well, I just questioned their preparedness. Now, I never questioned that about you or your staff. But <laughs> claimed- and we're the ones you should really, <laughs> really. No, she claimed. She, she referenced 19 different things I had voted on and claimed she had spent a whopping two minutes studying one of them, and it made her an expert. <laughs> uh, okay, we want to talk to you about what's happening uh, overseas with the Houthis. Uh, I am, uh, I'm really torn on this because I feel as though we are backing into yet another war. I also think there are people in this administration that want war. I also know that this administration continues to send money over to Iran. So, uh, you know, our our literal enemy in this, we're helping fund. So this isn't serious on anybody's part. However, yeah, this- we, however, they are shooting at us, launching missiles at our Navy. And aren't we defending ourselves? How should we so- look at this? Well, first of all, you should look at it as this is election season. And uh, when you're at war, you know, there's a greater tendency to vote for the commander in chief who's, who's waging the war. And I am worried that he's going to draw us into a war with this. Now, I believe that he has an obligation to come to Congress, and I think he had time to do it if he had time to organize an international coalition, or at least with Great Britain to pull this off, he had time to come to us. And, the, you know, the War Powers Act uh, requires him to do that. It, it allows him 
to respond defensively in the case of emergency, but that would be like an imminent attack. It wouldn't be something where you plan, uh, you know, some kind of retaliation for things that have gone on for months. So, so the war. Can we talk about the War Powers Act here for a second? Because I believe yeah. the War Powers Act is correct in a world where we have missiles. If somebody's launching a missile, the president does not have time to go to Congress and say, hey, I want to make my case here that in 12 minutes we're all going to be vaporized. However, like you said, it's been 90 days, 90 plus days since this happened. We've watched it happen. They've been they've been fighting and shooting against us, et cetera, et cetera. The the president has a responsibility to go in front of the American people and Congress and make his case. And Congress needs to decide. Correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. You are absolutely correct. We have abdicated, though, our authority. We've, we've been involved in Yemen. Here's what I don't see reported in the news. Since about 2015. And in 2018, I teamed up with Rokana mm-hmm. and tried to get a war powers resolution passed. Yep. To, to get us back out of Yemen. This was in 2018. Paul Ryan did a parliamentary trick. He hid the vote on our war powers resolution in the farm bill. And then, so people voted for the farm bill and put our war powers resolution to bed. So we tried again, and he hid it in the Manage Our Wolves Act. If you voted for the Manage Our Wolves Act to come to the floor of the House, you voted against the Rokana Thomas Massey War Powers Resolution, according to the War Powers Act, to get us out of Yemen. Think of this. But, Our Congress yeah. is voting on management of wolves, but <laughs> not whether or not we go to war. Correct. And then, so uh, a year later, we were able to get it to the floor. We passed it in the House. We followed, you know, I, I don't even agree completely with the War Powers Act that was passed in the 1970s, especially not the interpretation that people have of it. But we were able to get a resolution passed to get us out of Yemen in 2019. And then it went from the House to the Senate, and they passed it with 53 votes. But Donald Trump vetoed it. Now, it was, you know, it's within his authority to veto it. But that demonstrated to me how ridiculous the, the War Powers Act is, because it, effectively it takes, it takes two-thirds of us to override a president's veto. So what it means is the War Powers Act, if you believe in it, with 33% of Congress, the president can go to war because they, it takes two-thirds to stop him. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So what are you, what are you hearing uh, up on the Hill about all of this? Where are we headed, Thomas? Um, I mean, I am, I am worried that we're going to be expanding conflicts in the Middle East, that this is, uh, it, there's some people up here that are just begging for a war with Iran. And um, whether it's an ex- something that grows out of Gaza or whether it's something that grows out of Yemen. Uh, and I think we need to take a step back and look at this and say, does it, is that in the best interest of our country to have a full-blown war with Iran? And I'm worried that this president would like to have it have something hot going on before the election or during the election. Well, the national intelligence agencies came out today and warned that uh, the uh, that Hezbollah has assets here in America and that they're concerned that this uh, could mean a, uh, a direct strike here in the homeland, which I don't think would play well for all of those who had an open border. 
I mean, this is the the big exposure we have at the open border. Not not only are we going to economically destroy our country by bringing so many illegal immigrants into the country so quickly, it's so porous that you know uh, Hezbollah can walk across the border, and no doubt they are here. They could activate. I mean, the, the what was it, 15 of the 19 hijackers were actually from Saudi Arabia and were here legally for the most part, I mm-hmm. think. But uh, now we're looking at a different threat, and it only takes 19 to, you know, do something very bad in this country, as we saw on 9-11. Nikki Haley, um, during the last debate, basically called you an anti-Semite. Why do you hate the Jews so much? Oh, my gosh. As, as Ron DeSantis says, that's cheap garbage. And as I tweeted, I'm living rent-free in her head. And trust me, there's lots of empty space in here. Uh, <laughs> she had her understanding of the bills that I've been voting on is one inch deep. Whereas, you know, Ron DeSantis, even though he and I disagree on this issue, he understands where I'm coming from. And he's, he's not astroturf like Nikki Haley is. This is why she stopped taking questions at town halls. If you go more than one question deep, she doesn't know what she's talking about. But um, she was attacking me on votes. For instance, I didn't vote for the $14 billion uh, financial package to Israel. Now, we can have a discussion about that, whether we, should, we can afford that, whether we should be doing that or not. She claims that I'm anti-Semitic or anti-Israel because I'm not voting for foreign aid. But here's the thing. I've never voted for foreign aid to any country. I'm not picking on any country. And then there were some resolutions where we can have legitimate disagreements about whether it infringes on free speech. And then um, there were there was a vote that I took that against a resolution that says anti-Zionism is anti-Semitism. Now, it's true that a lot of anti-Semites are against Israel just by definition but it but it's not true that if you have harsh criticism of Israel or even if you don't believe in Zionism that you are also an anti-Semite well, because if I that mean, were true there'd be a lot of Jews who are anti-Semite I know I was going to say a lot of the uh, Hasidic Jews here in America despise Israel say it's a, an abomination of a state because it's not a religious state so are they anti-Semites too I don't think they. Yeah, I don't, don't think, think so. I don't think Gerald Nadler's anti-Semitic <laughs> Jewish. And he spoke against that resolution on the floor. Okay. You know, the sad thing is we've had 19 votes like that since our new speaker became speaker. And what we should be focusing on is our own spending bills and cutting spending. Instead, we passed these resolutions, which are frankly political gotchas. The, the Republicans are trying to use that issue to catch the Democrats up in votes and then use it to get them unelected. And I'm, I just don't have an appetite for that when we should be focused on our fiscal issues. The, right now in the House, we are about to throw away all the spending caps that were put in place this summer. You, I was on your show talking about this, taking heat from you. Because <laughs> I said... Oh, I remember when I was young and naive. Yes. Yes. It said, I think, and I said, you know, maybe I'm getting fooled here. (laughs) Glenn, they're signing it into law. They did. The White House and the Senate put Mm. those caps into law. Yeah. And now they are undoing the law. 
this is, we, I mean, we've never got that far. It's kind of loose, Lucy and the football. I mean, my foot contacted the football. I've never got to that point. The problem is they had somebody <laughs> illegally blocking or something. Yeah. They, they are about to, the, what happened is the Senate and the White House had buyer's remorse. And the military hawks here and the appropriators on the Republican side are forcing Mike Johnson through, I'll call it violence, you know, parliamentary violence. They're, they're just like, well, you know, we'll, we'll cause the government to shut down and you'll be blamed for it, Mike, if you Good. don't undo the deal from this summer. Good. You know, honestly, Thomas, you know and I know this government is dismantling America. It, we'd be better off with the government shut down for a while to be able to put it back on a leash by cutting all of this spending. I mean, it, good, good, and shut I, it down. I agree with you, but there's there's another option that they agreed to this summer, which is if they would do what Jim Jordan and Warren Davidson and I prescribed and they agreed to, which is a long-term CR, it would, there would never be a threat of a shutdown, but there would be a 1% cut on April 30th to every department in the United States of America's government. And I, there wouldn't be the chance of a shutdown, but that would motivate, I think, people to come to the table and get policies like securing the border it, without a shutdown. Here's what happens when you have a shutdown. We got, and you know this as well as I, there's at least a dozen members here in the GOP conference who will cross the aisle and, and sign something with the Democrats to you know, stiff us on this. It's, it's deplorable, but they'll do it. And some of them have already announced their retirement, so they don't care. So bad. So bad. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thomas Massey, as always, you go ahead. keep taking them on. Thanks. Thank you, brother. Bye. You bet. Bye. All right. We're going to go back to Jason here in a second, because I want to get his military analysis of what's happening uh, in Iran and what could possibly come next, what we should watch for. First, let me talk about Legacy Box. When you're walking down memory lane with your kids and grandkids, which we should be doing because it's important for them to know the history of your family, you want all of those old photos and family videos at your disposal, which means you need to have them preserved. And for that, you want Legacy Box. They're the industry's leader in preserving all of your old family photos, camcorder tapes, VHS tapes, the film reels, everything, so they can be easily enjoyed, shared, and organized. And they do all of the work here in the United States. They have a team of over 200 trained technicians. I've used them to help preserve my own family members. And I have to tell you, getting people to let go of those pictures, am I going to get the originals back? Is it safe? Is it safe? Yes, it is. And they do it all here in America. They take great care and return all of your originals, plus the digitized version in whichever format you want. LegacyBox.com slash records. Save 50% off when you preserve your past with Legacy Box. Kick off the new year by rescuing your family's most cherished memories that haven't been watched or enjoyed in years. LegacyBox.com slash records. LegacyBox.com slash records. You're listening to the swinging sounds of Glenn Beck. Sit tight, boys and girls. We'll be right back after these messages. Welcome to the uh, program. Uh, Jason Buttrell is with us now. He is our chief researcher. Uh, he also has military uh, experience, was in military intel. 
uh, for years and uh, watches over our foreign affairs and wars. What do you take of our our launching uh, against the Houthis and what what should we be watching for to see escalation? I I actually agree with some kind of strike. I'm not saying that the United States should be bearing the brunt of that. I I do think that there should be some kind of realignment in how who decides, you know, who polices these straits. This is an absolute vital choke point in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, So you have those two straits, the Bab el-Mandeb Strait, which is on the Yemen side right there, and you have the Strait of Hormuz that's on the other side Mm -hmm. where Iraq and Iran are. Then you have the Suez Canal. All three right. of those must remain open for the world to work. And Iran knows this just like we know this. Mm-hmm. So they know they cannot beat the United States in a fight. That's why they have all these proxies all over the Middle East. Mm-hmm. That's what the Houthis are for in Yemen. It always cracked me up. There was always They're always talking about the human rights issue. Why are they fighting there? It's all because of the Saudis. Well, no. Everyone knows that that is vital to strengthen and to protect right there. Iran... This has always been their trump card, right? We'll shut down one of the straits. We'll shut down the other strait, whatever. That's what's happening right now. That's why that oil tanker was seized the day before, the same day before the strikes happen. They're showing us what they can do and what they will do if we continue with our support of Israel. That, that, that's what this is all about. Where this goes forward, how much it escalates, time will tell. But this is a giant warning shot to the world. We will shut down oil traffic in those straits if we have to. What do we watch for? What's a sign of we're getting deeper into it? I think uh, more attacks from other proxies in Iraq. Uh, Hezbollah coming up through South America. Uh, they're heavily involved in places like Brazil, places like Argentina. Yeah. One of the deadliest terror attacks ever in Argentina our, was Hezbollah. Our intelligence uh, community just issued a warning. Said they're in the United States. That's real. I know that is. is real. I know. So expect that to escalate. They will retaliate, not directly, but through their proxies. Expect that to increase as the days go forward. Uh, one more minute left in the uh, program. Uh, I'm doing a special show for Blaze TV tonight. Uh, just kind of ranting about all the things <laughs> that have happened this week. Uh, I got to get it off my chest. Uh, things that I didn't have a chance to cover. Um, but also one of them is why Hunter Biden showed up at that hearing. This is unbelievable. He is so he is such a dirtbag. Remember, we said, why did he show up for the hearing and then just turn around and leave halfway through after they called him names? Because he's making a documentary about him and he wanted the footage of him looking at Green, flipping her off, then getting up, walking out to show how what a hero and how courageous he really was. That was all just a photo op for him. This guy is the biggest dirtbag around. The Glenn Beck Program.